Good morning, Sarepta. God is good. Do not look very miserable. God is doing something in our life. Let's give him the big praise and just give a big hand. We need to glorify him. Just greet the people online as well. We tend to forget that they are with us. So, uh, watching from your bedroom, from the couch, we greet you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Actually, I'll, I was going to have a box, but I just realized that box, I don't know if it's a suitable box to bring it in front here. It was going to be my example. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, uh, Tim, can you just get that box? Open there, the storeroom there, and it's, it's one of something the Lord has been speaking through me this couple, just down there, yes. Look down there, down there, there, there you are. It's hiding there. <laughs> but I think I'll just pray. Yeah, there you are. Bring it, bro. <laughs> yes. Bring it, bring it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's right. Do, yeah. Do not look what it's written here. You must listen to the message. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God is good. It's fine. Do not look what it's written. But God has been speaking to me in the season where we are. Find yourself you are inside of this box and it's sealed like this. When you are sitting on this box, you are inside, you only can see the different sides only. There's nothing else you can see. But if you turn to this, you can just see the same thing. You turn this side, you can still see the same thing. You turn this side, you can see the same thing. You turn that side, you can still see the same thing. Even when you try to look up, probably it will be difficult. When you look up, you're not going to see what it looks like in the different side. But I have a privilege of when I'm outside like this I can see everything what is going on around in this box I can even see the people that are next into this box the image that I do have about this box God do not see one different size of this box God sees the whole of the box God does not see us just one side that side but he sees us all of us. Even to the degree that God can see under this box. But some of us, we have to just dig inside to check what is going on under that box. And some of us, we are very curious to find out what is inside of that box. And I know there is a word that I read written here. I give you the clue. But I was going to actually bring the box, which has got nothing written over this. But I was going to ask people, what is inside this box? And people, they were all saying something. God knows your heart. Because it's inside here. God knows your thoughts. God knows when you wake up in the morning, what are you thinking about? I've been given a chapter after... We had Enoch preaching last week. He's the guy with more fire. 
But I want to actually raise this moment to you. I want you to leave this place not the same again. How do you see other people? I want you to leave this place realizing that we are all made in the image of God. I want you to leave this place realizing that we might have a differences when come to our culture we may have a differences in terms of our family how we live how we do things but there's one thing that is putting us common is jesus christ we may work in a different working environment you may be retired you may even do things different but there's one thing which is quite very incredible, which is God says that I even know your hair. Imagine Greg, it does not have enough hair, it's bald, but God knows everything he tells there. It's a quick count. I want you to know, as we're reading this book of Nehemiah, and I'll ask Amanda to read it, but one thing that I just want to pick up the chapter that I've preached about it other times is to we cannot do this thing by ourselves. We needed to share the kingdom. We needed to give a part. Everyone has got their role to play in this season. Everybody's got their role to say that I'm here because God has called me. I'm here actually to I don't do this because I want to please a man but I do this because I love you Jesus Christ and Enoch preached last week that they had to actually build while they're carrying the sword and I believe as well the word of the Lord will be the one that will take us into another level. And that will be the one when we can hear from him, not from the man. I think the society we are living in this time, we are hearing what people are saying, but we do not want to hear what God is saying to us. I just want to have a, a rundown to say I want to give thanks to God what has he done in this moment and I want to say that I'm the witness of God will never leave you alone he's with you if you felt lonely in this moment I want to say to you you're not alone you are with God God loves you God knows inside of you deep inside what are you dealing with in this moment Amanda, can you please just read the word of the Lord and hear what God is saying? Nehemiah chapter 5. Nehemiah helps the poor. Now the men and their wives raised a great outcry against their Jewish brothers. Some were saying, we and our sons and daughters are numerous. In order for us to eat and stay alive, we must get grain. Others were saying, we are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards, and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, 
We've had to borrow money to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards. Although we are of the same flesh and blood as our countrymen, and though our sons are as good as theirs, yet we have to subject our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters have already been enslaved, but we are powerless because our fields and our vineyards belong to others. When I heard their outcry and these charges, I was very angry. I pondered them in my mind and then accused the nobles and officials. I told them, you are exacting usury from your own countrymen. So I called together a large meeting to deal with them and said, as far as possible, We have bought back our Jewish brothers who were sold to the Gentiles. Now you are selling your brothers, only for them to be sold back to us. They kept quiet because they could find nothing to say. So I continued, What you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of our God to avoid the reproach of our Gentile enemies? I and my brothers and my men are also lending the people money and grain. But let the exacting of usury stop. Give back to them immediately their fields, vineyards, olive groves and houses and also the usury you are charging them, the hundredth part of the money, grain, new wine and oil. We will give it back, they said, And we will not demand anything more from them. We will do as you say. Then I summoned the priests and made the nobles and officials take an oath to do what they had promised. I also shook out the folds of my robe and said, In this way may God shake out of his house and possessions every man who does not keep this promise. So may such a man be shaken out and emptied. At this the whole assembly said, Amen, and praised the Lord, and the people did as they had promised. Moreover, from the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when I was appointed to be their governor in the land of Judah, until his thirty-second year, twelve years, neither I nor my brothers ate the food allotted to the governor. But the early governors, those preceding me, placed a heavy burden on the people and took 40 shekels of silver from them in addition to food and wine. Their assistants also lorded it over the people. But out of reverence for God, I did not act like that. Instead, I devoted myself to the work on this wall All my men were assembled there for the work. We did not acquire any land. Furthermore, 150 Jews and officials ate at my table, as well as those who came to us from the surrounding nations. Each day, one ox, six choice sheep, and some poultry were prepared for me and every ten days an abundant supply of wine of all kinds. In spite of all this, I never demanded the food allotted to the governor, because the demands were heavy on these people. Remember me with favor, 
O oh my God, for all I have done for these people. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Your word is truth. Lord, I just pray as unpacking in terms of what we heard from your scripture. I'm humbling myself and ask you, God, come and show who you are. And we thank you. Let the word give us life. Thank you for this chapter as we're doing chapter 5, that we may just hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Definitely we see there's a problem going on now. From this chapter, chapter 5, where now Nehemiah finds himself with the people that are grumbling and complaining. They've got these sort of issues now they can't really manage to look after their families perhaps some of them they are slavering their daughters hopefully no one here in Sarepta will take their daughters to slave some people they have mortgages here which is loans some people they are battling to even pay for the tax to the king there is an issue going on here And when you hear what are they going through, they think they're not even feel treated fairly. They're not thinking they look same in the eyes of God. This is not fair. I don't know how many of you, I had the story where I walked into other church. And I never felt welcome because how I've dressed, how I was, and I was on my sneakers and just different. I feel a little bit stranger. And everyone descends themselves and says, you know, he's not part of us. You feel a bit rejected and then you not actually do not look the same as others. But one thing that I see Nehemiah correcting here is to challenge these people. Who do they trust? Do they trust the man? Or are they going to actually look at the problems that they are facing? And I think for this time in this world that we are living in the church, we do not realize that we actually should focus our eyes to Jesus Christ. He's the author of heaven. He knows our needs. He knows who we are. He knows even when we are sleeping in the morning that we can be able to have another chance. But when I look in this chapter, this guy's I think they have put God aside. They wanted to try to do things in their own ways. They wanted to try to fast forward things even to the degree 
where we look in chapter 4, they had to work with the swords and then do what meant to be done. But in chapter 5, now they think this is not happening. This is not happening. We needed to shift in different direction. And Nehemiah come and rebuke them and tell them, guys, what we've been through, what we have been done, all what you have been building, I think let's get you back and shift your focus. Who is in charge? God is in charge. God is in control. God is the one that is doing the work. And one thing that came to my mind as well. Now they have an enemy in chapter 4 which was coming from the outside. But now they have an enemy which is inside. And I'm sharing this. It's such a difficult moment when the enemy is attacking in our families inside. Because we do not know how to deal with we see our sons and our daughters. We get painful when we see the enemy is taking hold over them. And it's so difficult to deal with that situation. And I actually look around. And I had the privilege of meeting someone in the gate that I can, we can easily judge immediately. And someone was coming to looking for the food and he told me he was a dentist assistant. He had every like a certificate and stuff shows that he went to duty and studied that. But I looked at him with a different eyes, not as the person that is created by God's image. The way he was dressing, the way he was talking, and I completely dismiss him. And then, this is not the person that I'm expecting. But I went back, God rebuked me and said, He's made in your own image. My image. This is, the, you need to love that person. Talk to him and hug him. And then tell him that Jesus loves you. But the enemy can quickly disturb us. In the space of that, we can fight and we can have differences. I want to challenge you in this moment. Let's love one another. Let's love one another as God has commanded us to love one another. John chapter 15, verse 10. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. There's nothing that will separate us from the love of Christ if we just take this commandment which is looked so easy but it's so difficult we will move 
to know God by loving one another. We may disagree. We may say things to each other which is meanful. But I urge you, God says, let's love one another. I see on chapter 5 where they actually have to love God and they have to repent. We have done wrong. And Nehemiah actually shift their focus again to God. And I'm urging Sarepta, let's be united. Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 3, make effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the body of peace. Let's have a harmony to one another here. We can be united by coming in this building, but going out as well, we need to be united. And we may not see a difference to each other. It's either you are black or it's either you are Indian, you are white, but let's love one another. And I'm standing here because I want to have the fear of God. Not that is terrifying. But I think the only thing that have, we have left in this time that we are actually do not fear God. Psalms 115 verse 11 says, You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is there to help and they shall. God is here to help. but to those who are trusting in the Lord. And I want to ask you, who do you trust? I want to ask you from this time, in the mystery world, I want to give three challenges to you by lending this, by as we're walking with God. If we can go forward and I've seen God with a good help when it comes to getting Sarepta back on the structure in terms of rebuilding, in terms of when we look at in the office, we had a good meeting with the people from the office to get the office going. When it comes to the kids' church, when it comes to worship, when it comes to preaching, when it comes to even looking at this is our home. This is not a church. We are the church. This building, we're going to live. But where you're going, you'll be bringing the church wherever you're walking. But the church that you should be bringing, it's a church of love and a unity. And the church that fear God and the church that loves God. 
as I said in the beginning, in the illustration of the box, wherever we turn around, we may see same sight. But I want us to have it, the moment that God sees everything what is going on. God sees all different sizes. And God is watching over us. But I want to take the moment. Have I been loving? Have I talked something bad to someone? Have I been not, not united? Have I been not really trusting God in this time? Do you trust God? Do you trust God that He is the one that will take us to another level? I want us to stand up and just be still. In this era, where have you not been trusting God? In this era, where have you not been loving? The unity amongst in your family as well. Probably you need to reconcile with someone and ask for forgiveness. Say, God, set me free. I don't know what errors you've been going through in your life. But I want you to leave this place not the same again. I want you to leave this place full of Christ. I want you to leave this place, realize that you have to let it go because God has got it. The power of letting it go, it's amazing. Let's stand up. I'm going to pray. But some says, oh Lord, search me and know my heart. I ask you that God will search you in the areas where you've been battling with some stuff, in the areas where the enemy took place inside your families, either even in this world we are living, where you say, Lord, I need you. Enemy does not have control over my life, my family's life. We are doing this thing because we are the family of Christ. So, Father, God, I ask you, Lord, you, we have sang and said you are a way maker. Lord, I pray that we may be loved one another. I pray, Lord, that we may be united. I pray, Lord, that we may look to you that you are amazing, God. We trust you, God. We trust you, Lord, for the way forward to surrender. Lord, wherever you're calling us, whatever, Lord, we, the areas where we found ourselves, we don't know what to do. Lord, help us that we may know that you are with us. Lord, I pray for each and individual here. 
some of us probably we found some other people so hard to love them. Lord, you have commanded us to love one another. Search us, Lord. Search us, God. Lord, we repent. We ask for your forgiveness. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, touch us. Father, even repent where we're trying to do things in our own ways. Lord, we want to trust you from now on, right now. I pray for the power of letting it go. We're letting it go. Even, Lord, I even pray for the, the people who've been rebellious in their families. Lord, I call them to come to you, Jesus Christ. I pray even that the enemy in the name of Jesus will never take control of this house. Lord, you rule and reign and we exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, God. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Father, we pray for Sarepta right here. Father, we pray this will be the house of the Lord. Lord, we gathered here because we want to exalt you, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we want your name be lifted high. And I thank you, Lord, for everybody who came. And I pray, Lord, that we may have a blessed week. And I ask you, Lord, to touch us. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Can I just, everyone, just lift his name. How We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We trust you, God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen.